Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. All right, let's bring in Michael Felder, not to talk about uh, tibias and things, but a little football maybe or whatever else he wants to get into. Michael, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? We're good. We actually were talking about Jacoby Criswell a little bit earlier, and we are happy that he has transferred back to the state of Arkansas. No offense to your nice. Tar Heels, but uh, did you get a chance to see him much over in the powder blue? Yeah, I did. And I, I thought he pushed Drake May, and I – like, there were moments in games, and I don't know because I think they were usually on the ACC network, but there were moments in games where I was like, oh, this guy is mad. He's not playing. And – the camera would like cut to him in the first third of the season, and then so he, he's a he's a real one. I think he's a really good quarterback. I think he's got the opportunity to make things happen. So this is going to be interesting to see what happens with him for, with the next step in his career. We got a lot of transfer wide receivers at Arkansas that are trying to make an impact, and they're going to have to make an impact because they lost um, all the production from last year. How easy do you see it at the college level for guys to come in? Maybe they got some experience at other schools, but to come in first year, make an impact at their new school. I think that wide receiver is one of the most interesting positions because if you're an offensive lineman, you come in, you're just bigger, stronger, faster than everybody else. You can make it work. Right. And I think obviously we talked about the Kobe Chriswell. He's going to come in. We know he's going to sit behind KJ and then he's going to have to make some plays. Wide receiver is the most interesting one. What is it? It's, it's, it's Broden. It's, is it Tesla? Is that right? I like uh, Tesla, but it's not pronounced Tesla. They say. Okay. What have we been saying? Sorry. Tesla. 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 Yeah, it's Tesla. Yeah. And He's so electric. The thing. Sorry. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Um, so the big thing <laughs> for me is if you have an experienced quarterback, then transition at wide receiver can make it can be seamless because they're going to get on the same page, uh, especially if the wide receivers are experienced with all these guys coming in. They do have some experience. And the, the, the biggest the, – the scariest thing for me is, is coach in the building. Yes. yes. All right. So tell me if I'm wrong about this, but the biggest thing for me, you can have experienced wide receivers with an inexperienced quarterback, or you can have experienced wide receivers with – Excuse me, you can have inexperienced wide receivers with an experienced quarterback, or you can have inexperienced wide receivers with an experienced quarterback. The quarterback is either going to get them in position, or those wide receivers are going to show the quarterback where he needs to get them the football. But you can't have inexperienced and inexperienced because what you end up with is guys that run plays but don't play football. Yeah, I mean, I think you're exactly right. I think. I think the the type of offense they're running to matters. For instance, if you if you play for Bobby Petrino, he likes precision. Yeah. It is it's fifth step on this particular play, fifth step, well, hit a forty five degree angle. Some guys teach you to run to space, which I, I more like, and you can fit in a little easier as an inexperienced guy with the five step angle because then you know what you've got to do than you can on mine. Unless you're, you've got a really good teacher that can teach them, and that's yeah. where I think you're right. Inexperience, like Arkansas is going to have, is going to take a super experienced quarterback because not only that comfort level and this and that, but he can teach them little nuances in the film room after after yep. practice for a few minutes before practice in the locker room when they're going over the script and things like that that make all the difference. I think you're exactly right. Yeah, I think having KJ is. I think that's the that's obviously the heart and soul of the team. But it's also the idea of when they play seven on when they when they play when they practice seven on seven uh, during seven on seven period. He's going to be able to tell these guys, 
hey, man, I know this is what you did at your school, but here's what we do. I need you to sit down right here. You sit down right here because when we play Alabama, Alabama's automatically going to try to run that hole, and if you turn it upfield, we're not going to get it. So you got to sit down because that's how we get a first down. Or, hey, when we throw this screen, I need you to come hard inside. I need you to come to me because otherwise that Georgia linebacker or that, that Auburn linebacker, they're going to become flying outside. We want to get them, get them inside so you can get up the field. And an experienced quarterback is going to be the guy that's going to help you get that done. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And I think this is really going to reveal a lot of of what K.J. Jefferson is as a leader and as a teacher. It's one yeah. thing to be a team leader, to rah-rah and things like that. It's another thing for him to have the confidence to tell him exactly <laughs> what he wants him to do. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. guys he doesn't guys know. Want to do. Yeah. He's got a little experience with it last year with uh, Jaden Hazelwood, Matt Landers coming yep. in, and yeah, but they were kind of slow coming on. I mean, I mean, you know, it was a little inconsistent earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. It really kind of stayed inconsistent. Now, I don't think he was adept at doing it as he would be now, right? He's got a whole other year under his belt, a whole other. But you know, we are changing things up a little bit on offense, yeah. so he may not have enough confidence. But I think a ton of it is going to be how well they gel, and 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 I don't mean on the field, but I mean off the field so they can ask questions. You know, the biggest problem in learning, whether you're in football, basketball, or in the classroom, is if you don't ask questions, if you don't feel comfortable asking, you're not going to learn. And a lot of guys with the ego at receiver aren't going to ask questions because they're like, man, I don't want him to think I'm stupid or wasn't listening or whatever. It's not that. We just got to get it right. So I, I, I think KJ's is the biggest influence on how these receivers do, not on the field, but his influence off the field is going to be the biggest decision maker on whether we're good early or if it takes a while. I've never heard of receivers having big egos. That's the first time I've heard of that. It's weird. It's crazy, Coach. We mentioned Matt Landers. Uh, he had a great combine up in Indianapolis, yeah. ran like a four three seven, and uh, I just yeah. saw he is participating in Georgia's pro day. Is that is that odd? Is that strange? Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. There, there's a couple different layers to this. Obviously, a guy can he came from Georgia, so he's obviously there's some ties there. But I think that the or he came from Georgia, he came from Alabama. No, no he came from Georgia. Drew Sanders came from Alabama. Yes. Right. Um, no, I just so here's what happened. You have pro days, and with those pro days, there are a lot of guys from other schools that actually do go to them. Like, I'm not surprised if like if when Arkansas has their pro day, if someone from uh, Acre probably knows Central Arkansas. It shows up or, or Arkansas State shows up or Pine Bluff shows up, they do that. And so that's not a weird thing to me. I think for him, a guy who had such a good combine, it's either he's got some comfort with Stetson Bennett that's going to help him look good, or he has he likes that track or he's already training there and it's easy for him to step in and go do that for driving up from Atlanta or something. But it's not that weird to have guys from another school be there, it is weird that they come from another, like, like that he's coming from Arkansas to there, like, as a, like, two big SEC schools, because usually it's guys from smaller mm. schools, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's crazy, but it, I, I, I recognize that, like, we, at UNC, when we had our pro days, we had, we had guys from ECU, we had guys from, um, no guys from NC State because NC State had their own pro day, but we had guys from North Carolina Central. We had guys from A&T, guys coming up from Winston-Salem State. So we, it was a lot of – usually it was smaller school guys. Yeah. So, yes, it is a little weird that a guy from a big school goes to another big school pro day, 
But at the same time, I think there's probably a level, some level of comfort that he has, right? I, if I'm Georgia, I let him do it because then I go and recruit based off that a little bit. I'm like, look, this guy yeah. went to another SEC school, but where did he come to train? He came to ours because he knows more people are going to be there to watch him. Bingo. Be there for that's what they're going to say. Although, anyway. if you go to Arkansas, you're going to look like one of the better athletes there. You go to Georgia, it's going to be one of the guys. The other thing is the thinly <laughs> veiled shot at NC State. My, you know, all the little crappy schools. You know, like all these little ones here, and then you know, like North Carolina State. I like that. I like what you did there. I like it very. Intentions are unintentional. I like North Carolina State. Uh-huh. That's one of the things that most uh-huh. of my UNC, like my UNC uh, friends, don't get along with NC State fans. I will tell you this: there is a fine line in this in this state where everybody is friends in high school, and then once you go to one or the other, it's just over. It's done. Uh-huh. You're not friends with them anymore, <laughs> and it's wild to think that a kid that you grew up with from kindergarten all the way until 12th grade, you get into UNC, they don't get into UNC, and then all of a sudden you never talk to them again. Let's get let's get a perspective, Michael. UNC, Duke, and North Carolina State, one of them are going to go over in every single sport they play, football, softball for Wes, uh, men's basketball, women's basketball. They're going over. Which one do you want to go over? I don't care, but I would say NC State. Here's the thing. <laughs> Everybody nationally – is going to say Duke because all they see is that Duke-UNC basketball rivalry. The reality of it is nobody from North Carolina goes to Duke. We don't go there. Mm-hmm. They don't want us there. They just have a school in our state. Yeah. I wanted to go <laughs> there. I couldn't get you, in. Yeah. No, yeah. They don't let they, – listen, all, you know who they say? They take people from New Jersey, Connecticut, Maine, Vermont, a bunch of new kids from New York who don't get into Ivy League schools. That's who goes to Duke. One girl from my high school went to Duke in my four years. So Ivy One School girl. rejects. Huh? Ivy League rejects. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's the same as my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we've taken but, enough shots at people now. Good good job, guys. But when we but when you UNC and NC State, like that's that's your across the street person. You yeah. live with these folks. Yeah, they, you go to school. They're with real them. people. Yes, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> sense. so that's the same thing with. But it's the same with Clemson. Uh, and then there's this other. There's this whole other element where if you don't get into UNC, there's a lot of people that instead of going to NC State, which would save their family money and be cheaper, they're like, you know what? I'm going to go to Auburn. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, there you go, uh, Michael. Th- <laughs> thank you for the time. I appreciate it. And uh, very magnanimous regarding the in-state schools. I like that. Very good. All right, we I will... love NC State, though. Okay. My parents both right. graduated from ECU. Come on. I got you. I got you. All right, we'll, we'll talk in a couple weeks, man. Thanks. Sounds good. Y'all take it easy. All right, we, we got a boogie woogie.